This is An Open Invitation, a podcast where Liana and Shiva discuss the possibilities and permutations of life today. And you get to see the behind the scenes and it's like, oh, he's actually also a human, you know? He's not like this super man that does shows. He's actually like us. That's what made it like, to me like, oh, it's possible. I can do this. For the first season, we talked to the youths in Singapore. And so we invite you to connect with their stories. You really have to um, write up about what your song's about um, so that online articles can pick you up and like put them in their um, articles. We hope that through this, you might understand yourself better and even find that you share similar narratives to those around you. In this episode, we invited Ranga Jones, who we believe everybody will love, not only for his smooth vocals, but also for his sincere and laid-back personality. Jones is an independent pop and R&B artist based in Singapore who credits part of his success to the habit of manifestation. Get to know how he came to do music, how he makes music, and what being an independent artist truly entails. I know recently you were performing in Aspen, yeah. right? About congratulations. Thank you, thank you. How Last was week, that like? One week, two weeks ago, wow. Time flies. Very nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. I was shaking a bit, but then I tried to hide it in the music. So when I was performing, I felt fine. It's just when I'm talking to the audience. I hate talking to the audience. <laughs> I feel very awkward, you know? Because <laughs> you don't know if they're gonna laugh at your jokes. They're just gonna look <laughs> at you like that. Most of them are aunties and uncles that just come for free oh, shows. Oh, I see. So lucky my friends are there, so like they support and like laugh at things that I say. Mm. So I just keep looking at them and not the strangers. <laughs> <laughs> the aunties and uncles? They, they'll just stare at me on like, like yeah. <laughs> it's quite, yeah. I see. What about like, But the second, the second day was, oh, second day shit. Better. I see. I felt more like, at ease. Because mm-hmm. I already knew what, the feeling was. The mm-hmm. first day was like, oh, this like hype, this nerve, building up. But second day I was like, yeah, not bad. Mm. So what was it like before the show? Did the nerves just build yeah, up? Yeah, for sure. Especially like five to ten minutes before. Mm. You, know, you, you want to you wanna shit, you want to pee. You know like that nerve? Oh, oh yeah, don't we know that. Yeah, yeah, we do know that. Oh, it's so bad. Mm-hmm. But then I, I just tell myself like, take a deep breath. Just go for it. Mm-hmm. I can't escape now. And it's like in five minutes before, oh, am I going to run away? <laughs> I mean, you could. I mean, you could. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. And then when you're performing in the song, you just get in the zone, is it? And then in between yeah. songs, then you start getting like, oh my god, nervous like, again. Yeah, so, oh shit, I need to explain what the song's about. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I'm singing, I'm just singing, you know? It's like quite therapeutic. But then when I'm explaining the songs, I literally stumble some words here and there. Yeah, I always do that. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, I also have that problem sometimes. Like when... Sometimes I... Like right now... <laughs> yeah. The words... Uh, like form too fast in my too head. Too fast. And then like, I can't get it out exactly. of my mouth. And then I just jumble the words together. But like, you know, right? It's, yeah, it's like, in here. I'm like, Why don't you like, just like telepathic. <laughs> like, please understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Things don't work that way, Shiva. I know, it's so, so hard. much easier if we could just like... Yeah. Mm, thank you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a moment of silence. Yeah. <laughs> just transfer After every thoughts. song, just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Next song is this then. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I've had to really like Always slow down. Slow down. And, you gotta like, breathe. Think. Otherwise you have to really like take your time. Yeah. Drink like I was drink I was trying to drink a lot of water just so I could like calm myself mm. down. Because when you're more calm down you're like, okay, I know what to say already. Yeah. Because you have this adrenaline. Sometimes I feel like when things are too silent, Ooh. it just feels like it's starting to get Ooh. awkward. That's why I'm that, like trying to fill in the, Ooh, the that space. That happened to me on the first day. <laughs> that happened to me on the first day, I felt so awkward. Oh. 
Shut them. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I, like I was cringing. I was like, oh no. Let's just let's get into the next song. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So your show name is it what it's called? Like it's Ranga Jones. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's my stage. Stage name, name. Sorry, it's not show name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, artist name. Yeah. How did you choose to go with Ranga Jones? Uh, Jones is my stepdad's last name. Ah. Okay. So. I was like, oh, it'd be nice to have his last name as mm. my stage name because mm-hmm. it's not official yet. Mm. So yeah, that's, that's basically there's no long story. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a lot of people thought like, wow, I Man. got it from a movie. La, or what, nah, it's just... <laughs> not interesting. <laughs> la. <laughs> yeah. But the past year, you've been seeing a lot of like exponential growth in your popularity. Would you mm. say that? Um, was it just yeah, the, was I guess. It the year after that? Uh, before that? Or was it just last year, you think? I think it was 20... 2020 for sure. Mm. 2019 not really. I mm. just started out. I just posted one song first. Mm. Didn't really get any hype. Mm. But then 2020, I released way more songs. Then that's where like I gained a bit more listeners. Yeah. People knew who I was here and there. Mm. It's not bad. And when I got to met, uh, meet new people, mm. that's when it really like suddenly things start falling into yeah, place. The networking was like well, wow. one of the best. Yeah, because you you've unlocked like big achievements you know that you've had a lot of listeners in spotify crazy like 400k or something for a few of your songs yeah yeah and then the one's gonna reach 400k mm, wow probably in a month or something oh okay yeah. <laughs> i want to just reach 200 we, we just so help so. you stream uh, just constantly yeah, yeah. every day you know, every day. hour yeah. <laughs> yeah. every stream counts <laughs> every stream really counts but how did that feel like because it must be such a new experience and very exciting experience it's quite surreal, mm. not gonna lie. Because, mm. like, these songs are from my bedroom, mm. you know? And there are people who, like, what, pay um, pay engineers, pay studio time. Mm. And, like, that's a lot of money and they don't really get that back. Yeah. But I, like, self-taught everything. And, yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. Uh. Mm. Can you maybe, like, tell us a bit more of how you got into music? How I got into music? Yeah, like, Ooh. you can start way back yeah, when... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe, yeah. When I was still not in Singapore, mm. I was just this skinny Indo boy who didn't know English, right? But I was listening to um, a few of Indo bands because my mom was listening to them. Then mm. I was like, hey. I was just singing along, probably badly. Nobody <laughs> told me if it was bad or not. But yeah, from there, I think that's where it kind of kickstart. And I was like, oh, I actually like to hear like music. I was like five, six mm. years old. Eh? Like little Indo boy. Okay, came to Singapore. Uh, learned English and Justin Bieber was the first Justin one Justin Bieber not gonna lie when everyone was hating on him the uh, one time baby one less only girl mm. I was like this guy's gonna be big I mean he was already quite big yeah. <laughs> so it was like my guilty pleasure cause like my friends were like hey you like Justin Bieber and I'm like Psh, no <laughs> what who's that it's like who's that but then I started to accept and like say like hey I actually like him eh? not bad and yeah, he wow, he he's really like my number one inspiration. Mm. And he came out with a movie, right? Like a documentary, Never Say Never. Mm. Man, I watched that too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see yourself in his shoes at that yeah. point? Mm-hmm. Oh, I really like, oh, that's, I want to experience that, you know. And he was only, I think he was 17, 16? Mm, when he did like big stages, yeah. 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 And he was selling them out like crazy. Yeah. And you get to see the behind the scenes and it's like, oh, he's actually... St- also a human you know he's not like this super man that does shows he's actually like us that's what made it like to me like oh it's possible i can do this mm. justin yeah justin bieber i guess is 
the the key to mm. my music. I see. He's still a quite big inspiration. Mm. His new sound, especially. Mm. I guess that's how. Yeah. Mm. Singing, singing. I never really sang until secondary school because <laughs> mm. I didn't know I could sing. Until my friend was like, "Bro, you got some voice. You can sing." So I was like, "Right." Then I, then I posted covers on YouTube, and I actually like saw comments saying like, "Oh, you can sing." I was like, "Oh shit! Like this could, this could be it." Right. So yeah, then from there, I just practice and practice and practice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. But you didn't go straight into being a musician. No. You went into. Wait, sorry. I skipped. Uh, I learned drums. Oh, that was okay. my first intro. I guess. See, I just skipped the whole ass chapter <laughs> of my life. Should quite important also. Yeah, yeah. Reorganize your life, Ranga. <laughs> <laughs> this was yes. This was in Australian school. Mm. Uh, I took drum lessons because mm. I was a huge like I don't you know Slipknot. Yes. The drummer. I was mm. like, oh my god, I need to learn <laughs> drums. Begged my mom. Then they got me into the lessons. For two years, I learned drums. Then I kind of stopped because I moved school. Then from there, that's where the Justin Bieber thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the big yeah drums. So initially drums. you wanted to be a drummer, a not drummer, a singer. For sure, yeah, yeah. I see. Singing wasn't even a thought in my mind actually mm-hmm. until secondary school. Yeah. But this is interesting because um, when I was younger, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be a musician. I'm not wow. sure if Imran told you. Imran is our mutual friend. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, embarrassingly. No, he hasn't. He Sorry? hasn't told me. Oh, he hasn't told yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Why would he anyway? <laughs> But yeah, I wanted to be a musician. I think when I was nine, all the way until like nice. early twenties, to be honest. Who did you like look up to? Oh, Paramore. Yes. Nice, yeah, but it was in nice. the in the era where you know the pop punk. Um, oh, there was a pop punk like Green age, Day, you know, Green yeah. Day, Linkin yeah. Park, Simple Plan. That was, was like, huge. Damn, <laughs> I want to be. I wanted to be a singer at that point. Yeah. Did you actually like, pick time. it up? Like, did you actually pick up singing? Uh, I. Did okay. I tried? <laughs> I took vocal lessons when I, I think I was fifteen. I'm trying mm. uh, for a couple of months. Right. I was a very very shy kid when I was young, uh, and then I think that that kind of scared me a bit. So I stopped, and then I think, in my late teens, I tried to pick it up again. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know, just brush it off. Yeah. But yeah, in my late teens, I I tried to pick it up again, and then I told myself that I was gonna do a performance. So Ooh. I did a performance in the music school, and then I didn't like how it went because I was so scared, you know. And then right, I mean, right, I, right. I I sang it. Um, I sang the song, but it felt like there was felt no weird. soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I, I was exactly. just like yep. holy moly, like <laughs> someone's. And, and and it was, was it your foot? It was. Your first ever performance. First ever performance. Yep. I know that I was exact feeling. Ultra shy, you know, about singing in front of anyone. Yeah, so that was the experience. And then. Hey, but um, you did it though. That's dope. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> and I never went back. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was my story. But growing up, I really enjoy um, learning about like how musicians became musicians. You know, you like to read about yeah. the biographies of musicians. So hearing your story, I think, would be interesting to mm. a lot of people. Mm. Um, how would you describe your style now? Your music style? My music style? I think it's quite... I'm trying to lean towards more to pop. Mm. But I think I still love that kind of R&B sound to it. Mm. So I'm trying to mix those two. Yeah. But I also like really, really poppy sounding songs. Mm. I'm a sucker for those. Uh. <laughs> like 
literally like Jonas Brothers, all these like these catchy melodies. Because if you listen to pop songs, it's like they get into your head. Literally, I don't know how yeah. they do it. Yeah. I don't know how they come up with the melodies. <laughs> they get into your head. I want that because like that's what gets you plays and fans. Like if it gets in their head, they're gonna keep playing your song, yeah. right? Yeah. That's mm. the that's the goal. Mm. So yeah, I guess pop slash R and B ish. Mm. But mm. these days, there's a lot of people who are just mixing genres. Mix- yeah. That's very true. Yeah. That's so true. I had that conversation with my music friends also. Mm. You realize like, let's just say Post Malone. Mm. He used to be like solely hip hop and trap, mm. but he's got a song Circles. It's kind of like folky, poppy, but it's still under pop. Right. So everything is under pop. Right. And like you say, like I think pop is actually growing to more sub genres, which like is cool. Alternative pop. I don't yeah, know. What there's it actually is. a thing called alt pop. Oh really? Think, yeah, there is. <laughs> wow. It's basically like. I guess it's 1975, if you know who they are. I do know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're called alt pop and indie. Oh, okay. If I'm not wrong. I think Kali, this is alt pop. I don't know. It's very confusing now. It's very confusing it's, now. I just... Last time it was like rock, hip hop, exactly, yeah. country. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like yeah. everything's under pop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a lot of projects going on this year? Because I think you did several collaborations so far. Yeah. yeah. What's coming up for you? The, okay, the big plan was to make an EP mm. <clears throat> or an album but honestly I don't really have a lot of materials now I got a lot of drafts not gonna lie like a, sh- a huge amount of drafts yeah. <laughs> but you know like a bit lazy to like work on it <laughs> you procrastinate like every project that you have you procrastinate mm. then you feel like bad hey why I never work on it <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it the next day. Next day comes, you don't mm. do it. Does it sound familiar? <laughs> to me. I think not to I, you. Oh, I don't know. Is <laughs> that procrastination. Mm. But I know yeah. I want to do it. So like an EP, maybe like a five to six song. Mm. New songs. I'm not just going to like take songs from what I release and put them in. Because mm. I think that's cheating. Mm. Maybe I put one lah. Maybe one or two. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe one or two. Maybe, maybe one or two. Maybe five of them. <laughs> but yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying. Mm. An EP. That would be a big one. At least before the the year year? ends. I see, I see. Mm. Mm. Just gotta push yourself, I guess, right? I'm really bad at procrastination. (laughs) (laughs) Damn bad. (laughs) Okay, sure. It's homework days. Yeah, anyways, yeah. (laughs) Mm. But do you see yourself um, being involved in more projects other than your personal ones? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like what? Uh, I've got ask a lot to like write with different people mm. um, collab with different people I just mm. did a new session with I don't know if you know his name is Daniel Sid a no, local yeah. artist uh, big like big guy mm. and yeah he DM'd me I think last year December but it, we couldn't find a time to like write so I finally like you know what man let's just do it I think two days ago and it was fun and I did I'm probably going to have more writing sessions with different mm. people. That's so fun. What is it like? Like, do you just spend the whole day writing? It's kind of like we find a, a time slot because mm. usually people are quite busy like, during the day so I mm. don't really want to take out their time. Maybe like five hours to six hours. If it's really going well, right, it'll go for more hours. Mm. La. But yeah, it's just... It's honestly just hanging out and then if you've got idea, then got idea. Mm. If you don't have, they don't have. It's one of those things. Yeah. But... Things will come out of it. Mm. You've got two brains, right? It's going to be faster than one. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> Wait, why did you look at me when yeah. you said that? <laughs> Oops. 
Wow, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like the space where people are just collaborating to come up with new ideas. Collaborating yeah, is so fun. It's dope. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you start mixing your your styles and then yes. your, your writing, songwriting styles as well. Mm. Yeah, so I think that's when like new material really comes up. Yeah, because you have like, if you're stuck, then the other person may have something else mm. that you you will never ever like think of, you know? Yeah. That's why I, I like collaborating. Yeah. It's fun. Uh. I'm pretty mm. sure there'll be more. I hope so, hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the inspiration behind your songwriting? Do you have like a set of people you always go to to like hang out and then come up with ideas? Or do you just think about um, life and then <laughs> come up with ideas? Honestly, it's... I need I need a beat first. I need mm. like at least chords or something. I'm not the kind where I can just like write poems and just write like that. Mm. I haven't tried, like, but I don't think I can. I need, <laughs> I, I need to like make a beat first or just go to YouTube and like find instrumentals, random instrumentals, and mm. that's how I'll write songs. Usually, whatever comes to my head first, whatever first topic, I'll go with it. Uh. I don't like to overthink when I write. Mm. You get, like, writer's block. Mm. Every time you think so hard, you confirm cannot. Mm. Unless that's just your way of thinking. There are people like that. I know people who are like, they need to concentrate and like, oh, what's what's the song going to be? What's the storyline, you know? Right, right. There are people like that, but I don't like that way. Mm. I'd rather... This is going to sound damn cheesy. I'd rather let the song write itself. No. <laughs> Not going to lie, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it works though, it works. Because mm, yeah. it'll sound natural. Mm. And I guess one uh, criteria or rule that I always say to myself is the song has to kind of relate. I want it to like, when listeners listen, they'll be like, oh, you know, I relate to it yeah. some type of way. Because yeah. I like, when I'm listening to songs, I like it when it, relates to you mm. you're like hey okay I'm right, I'm <laughs> these lyrics you know okay yeah. but I'm still learning on writing on using better words better lyrics mm. it's quite hard also it is hard it mm. is hard it deceptively seems easy but it's really yeah it seems easy. super easy right? yeah like you listen to it it's like I can write that no it's <laughs> Especially when it comes to rhyming, well, that's another. That's mm, another. another level. Yeah. If we're going back, like very, very early on in your story, because yeah. you moved here, I think when you were seven. Yeah, um, I can't remember. Like seven, eight, nine. When you were younger. When, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was that experience like? Do you remember like how you you came to like assimilate mm. yourself here? Um, do you have difficulties? For sure. Mm. Because, like I said, I didn't know English. Yeah. So I was hella scared. Mm-hmm. But okay, basically, my family is. I live with my mom. But I mean, with my Indonesian relatives as well. It's mm-hmm. like in a big house. Then, luckily, my dad met. I sorry, my mom met my stepdad mm-hmm. in Jakarta. Then uh, decided to let's move to Singapore. Then, I, of course, I'll go with my mom, right? Mm-hmm. But it was like so scary. Like, who's this Ammo guy? You know. Like, <laughs> dating my mom you know at that point of time at yes. that point of time yeah. <laughs> so it was quite scary but then like oh he's he's so nice he, he takes care of me you know what let's just go mm. I, I got no choice anyways <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still remember the first time I landed in Singapore I was amazed mm. how clean the country was <laughs> the air was different because <laughs> in Jakarta you smell you smell oil you smell dirt mm. <laughs> it's definitely not as clean as Singapore let's just say mm. that mm. So yeah, um, yeah, it was scary. Um, they put me in international school to learn English. Mm-hmm. I only knew yes or no's. Um, in the school, it was every day was quite scary, because mm-hmm. 
I didn't get bullied, but I felt like I was. I never, I never got bullied, but it's just that kind of feeling. Cause like, oh, who's this? Right. You know. Yeah. But it, I mean, it helped me grow who I am today. I guess you mm. know. But it was a scary thing, but a happy experience. Mm. Really, really happy that I moved to Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and then you studied. Audio engineering. Audio engineering diploma. Yeah. Diploma. Where Where do you study? Where do you um. Well, the school's called School of Audio Engineering. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's literally called that. Yeah. S A E. Um. They closed down though. Oh. Okay. It was. I think they closed down four years ago. If I'm not wrong. Four mm. or three years. So this is private. Private. Okay. Because well, I tried to apply publicly to mm. SP and all that, and I didn't know that you need O levels and A levels. So I went there. They showed me like. Oh, you don't have you don't have all levels. It was like, uh, yeah, international. Oh, yeah, cannot. So it was oh. just like that. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Does nobody from like international schools go into like, I think local schools then? Have but usually um for the Australian system they'll yeah. finish. It's called year eleven and twelve, which is the is it IB? Oh, IB program. Yeah, yeah. So they'll take that. I think that's a higher qualification already. I didn't take IB. I Move straight to diploma after secondary four. Oh, okay. So I like moved. Yeah, so that's why I think they didn't accept. Maybe if I had an IB, probably. Because mm. I wanted to like kind of experience the poly, but I n- it was college to me. You know, I never got to go to proper college. Like mm. a private school is not really a college. It's just a. <laughs> yeah, it's like a course, <laughs> a see. one and a half year course. It didn't. It didn't feel like college. College, you know. Mm. There was no like environment. Environment. That's mm. the word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, School of Audio Engineering mm. was fun. It was, it was quite fun. Yeah. What What did you want to study? What What do you want to get out of that course? From that course? Yeah. Uh, well, I thought it was yeah, I thought it was music at first. <laughs> I think there's a lot of misconceptions flying uh, around about courses that's fun, like yeah. that. Like mm. more of my uh, classmates back then, like I think they thought it was gonna be about music somewhere there, but it's actually not. Mm. It's about like behind the scenes, learning physics, counting sound wave. Then I'm like, what? And what is oh. this course? <laughs> Wait, really? Like physics? Yeah, like um, we counted because we had to count um, sound waves and how to cancel them. Oh. When you're treating a room, mm. you have to measure all these diameters. Oh my god. It's quite crazy. Even like the little, like you say you have grooves on your um, well, roof. Yeah, on your, yeah. yeah, these things, you've got to measure that. Oh. You've got to measure the things and it's like, it's quite hard. <laughs> wow, that yeah. is so technical. It's technical. I mean, good, good money though. Mm. But yeah, it's very, very technical. So then, yeah, I realized like halfway, I was like, oh, dang, this is, this is a different kind of subject. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to quit because like my parents would definitely kill me. Mm-hmm. So I just went with it and it helped me now. <laughs> mm. I learned so many things from that course. Mm. Mixing, mixing tracks, um, acoustics, like I said, um, hearing like, what's good and what's not good, frequencies, mm. is really useful, basically. We had a test, right? This audio test. Mm. So you go into the, the studio, he'll play one song, and then he'll play the original, then he'll ask you what's missing, what frequency oh, is missing. Wow. It's, either, it's either boosted like, or uh, turned down. That's actually quite like good. I don't yeah. know. That's so interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Obviously, before this? that, you'd learn. La, and yeah. he'll tell you like, all the tips, how to... Um, hear the frequencies mm. and what's missing not gonna lie it was very very hard mm. but 
your ears get used to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I like that teacher specifically because he told us um, when you listen to a song, you can actually solo it in your mind. So if you're listening to, I don't know, a Justin Bieber song, right? You want to just listen to the piano, you can. You just tell yourself like, I just want to listen to the piano and you'll hear it. Mm, yeah, yeah, subconsciously yeah. and it's like oh it's such a good tool to have you know all these mm. frequency thing like what like yeah mm. it was definitely a advantage mm. for now for yeah mm-hmm. mm. yeah that, that's a great segue into you being an independent artist yeah. like we right, really yeah. want to ask you about <laughs> how you've gone around like building your own career mm. Mm. oof 2019 mm-hmm was the year that I wrote the first song. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time where I felt like this has to be like out there. I don't I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know SoundCloud, YouTube, because it's free, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did some research, um, how people distribute their music out to Apple Music, Spotify. And I realized that, oh, it's actually, you just pay a yearly fee and these people will distribute it for you. Mm-hmm. So I saw that as like, oh, I got to try this, right? So it's, a, it's this thing called DistroKid. There's other brands, but I use DistroKid. So you upload you upload it to them, and they'll basically help you send it to all the online stores. And if there's new online stores, they'll update it oh, every time. Okay. Yeah. They'll notify you. Mm. So yeah, that's when I kind of grew like, hey, I can do this independently, actually. Mm. Even though, of course, it's still a goal to be like signed, I guess, because you have the company's backup. Mm. But being independent, you have freedom. Mm, You're yeah. doing everything. You get... 100% royalties mm. and it's like it drives me because I was like I got this yearly fee thing I gotta keep uploading music and I'm mm. paying this service right that's why 2020 I released a load of songs mm. and yeah it's it's great being independent because you don't control who you collab with or so because mm. big labels kind of control who you collab with and yeah I'm probably gonna stay independent mm. until a, a good good deal comes on then maybe I'll sign mm. But yeah, being independent is awesome. It's it's everyone's being independent now. Mm. There's actually a lot of big artists. Mm. Uh Lauv. Mm. He's in the he's hundred percent royalties. That's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. And it's Lauv we're talking about. And he's doing so well. Super well. Yeah. There's others I can't remember, but like Lauv is like one of the biggest ones. Mm. But yeah. He's also one of my role models. Mm-hmm. He's he's very, very good. What, yeah. what does being an independent artist entails? Because it's not just the, the sound production. Like, you have mm. to market yourself as well. Like how? Oh, that's the hard yeah. part. Could you just like describe a little bit about all the things you have to do to be an independent artist? For sure. Besides the music and the creativity, definitely there's the marketing side, mm. which I had no idea about until I met my music circle. Mm. We have one person, she's kind of like our mother. She knows she's like basically a manager, like our manager. Mm. She helped me so much, like telling me you should do this, you should do that to get your songs out there. Because mm. I didn't know how to do it. I only knew how to upload. Then after that, cross finger, put in place. <laughs> okay. That was my marketing. <laughs> okay. For like two songs, for three, for two to three songs. Mm. Just cross my finger and hopefully people will find it. But that doesn't work in the long run, you know? You really have to. Um, write up about what your song's about um, so that online articles can pick you up and like mm. put them in their um, articles. And that yeah. happened to one of the songs, which I was like, wow, this Straits Times, like, that's like Singapore, like Straits Times, like, what the hell? My mm. song. <laughs> that was one of the 
biggest like moments mm-hmm. in the early um, music career. Uh, yeah, that one, she helped me wrote a bit of it, and I gave in some ideas as well. So yeah, the marketing is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. You gotta be like, you gotta be solid in that lah. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're independent, labels they'll do that for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, marketing as well, networking as well is mm-hmm. very very important. So that you have friends that you know maybe can help you write articles. They can help you um, do uh, album artwork. Also, yeah. one thing, right? Yeah. Unless you have a good friend that does it for free, mm. or you just learn yourself, lah. I learn. I let uh, self taught everything myself. So wait, you take photos by like yeah, yours Photoshop. of yourself? Yeah, uh, I edit everything. Oh wow! Yeah. I see. Uh, lyric videos. I wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, I can see where the procrastination is coming yeah, from. Yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. If I want it to like, if I want the track to succeed, there's mm. a lot behind the scenes that Definitely. people don't even know, right? Yeah. Editing. Well, this is a good yeah. platform to let people know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's hard, guys. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, then I mean, bringing up the idea that it's hard. Like, why mm. would people want to do it? Um. I'm sure you have a lot of musician friends in your circle, but what is the main motivation you think in your circle? For us, yeah, for for you guys. Even though it's, it's so hard. Ooh. I guess it's just to get a music heard. Mm. That's the drive. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's the main drive, honestly. Mm. Because you're fighting with all these artists, right? Yeah. So I guess staying independent, you gotta like prove yourself that you know we can do this independently. Let's let's show them that we can. Yeah. And that's what's good having like a music circle. Mm. We always like tell each other, hey, you, you can do it, man. You can do it, man. And we always send each other stuff, mm. feedbacks, and all that. So yeah, I guess the main drive is just to get our songs heard, mm. and hopefully to get signed or like get these um, big labels to like notice us. Yeah. But it's hard lah. That one is another topic. It's very like big labels only will consider you if you have a following. Mm. That's why all these TikTok stars are musicians now, because they've got millions of followers. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets quite like businessy, like because they see you as numbers one. They do, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But independently, you're not. You're thinking of more creative side, even though there's marketing and all that. But yeah, mm. pros and cons. Huh? Pros and cons for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what's the general attitude like among like musicians in Singapore? Do they feel like really, really hopeful about making it, or do you feel like there's this anxiety that I'm sure there's an anxiety? Yeah, but what what's the For general sure. attitude like? Like Singaporean artists? Yeah. There's definitely a competition. I can okay. I, you can see it's everywhere. Like competition is everywhere, but. I like where Singapore music is going, mm-hmm. and the artists so far I've met they're really really nice, mm-hmm. and just like my music circle they they kind of support each other, which I like you know, mm-hmm. even though it's a competition but they support each other, mm-hmm. so I got like nothing but respect for these big big artists like yeah. Gentle Bones, mm-hmm. uh, Charlie Lim, yeah. all these. I've met Gentle Bones. Nice. So he followed me back on Instagram, which is quite nice. <laughs> Are you guys going to work together? I'm going to get that sorted out. Okay, this year, okay, this year. We've suddenly turned into an ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. I hope, hopefully, that manifesting. 
Yes. Mm. Talking about manifesting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's our favorite topic right here. Yeah, yeah. So how how do you get into manifesting? What's manifesting? What does it mean? Interesting to you? topic, you know. Yeah, we love it. Because it's a new <laughs> one. Like, uh, my girlfriend is the one who told me what manifestation is. Because mm. I didn't believe it. Like, what you think, and then it comes <laughs> true. Boom. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that's why a lot of people don't believe it because it doesn't yeah. sound real. Mm. But it is. It is. Because it. I've seen it work. Mm. That's how I got here. Okay. So it started off like small things. I wanted this shoe. But it was like, you don't think so hard until like, I want this shoe, I want this shoe, I want this shoe. No, no, no. It's like... <laughs> it's obsessive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not you, a bit crazy lah. But it's like, you keep it in the back of your mind. And you have to like, um, if it's a, fi- a physical thing like a shoe, you got to look at it. You got to look. You got to go to the store and like, it's going to be mine one day. Okay. <laughs> like you have to say all these words to yourself because you will start to believe. Then you start to put out like this energy. They call it like you put out this energy in the universe and the universe like replies to your energy and gives it to you. Mm-hmm. And it, it works. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the big things that you've, you've tried to manifest and have manifested? Ooh, that's when I was working retail. Uh-huh. And I got kind of promoted to work in the office I manifested that ah mm. wow okay. I think no one knew that until now <laughs> now a lot of people are gonna know, know this <laughs> I remember like always seeing these office stuff coming to the stores mm. um, I was working in Pedro you guys like, Charles mm. and Keith brother Brent so like these people come to the store and like damn you know it must be good to work in the office right mm. hopefully one day I can I said that to myself mm. what do you know one day my area manager said Ranga they're having a, this interview in the office. I want you to go. Mm. Then I'm like, oh my god, it's well, it's working. <laughs> went, went to the interview, nervous as heck because mm. I was I had to present uh, an idea because uh-huh. it was for a content right, a content mm. team. I was so nervous because like these people are like so fashionable. Oh my god, right? And you're not. But mm. <laughs> 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 well, the department really helped me when I was in the office. I they see. helped me with okay. my styling, but oh and. And then the day came, my manager was like, hey, you got it. You got a job. Wow. So I was like, okay. what? Mm-hmm. Sorry, not my manager. Sorry, they called me the the department. They mm-hmm. called me one day. I remember it was my off day. Mm-hmm. I was so happy. That was the biggest, like, that was, that was when I knew like, this is real, man. It's mm-hmm. not a joke. Mm-hmm. It's not just a word that people don't believe. It's really, it's, it works. Yeah. It's crazy. It's scary, actually. <laughs> that it's like what? how is this happening? Yeah, yeah it, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Have you ever looked back and and realized like, oh, I actually manifested that? I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah, for sure. Yeah, the whole singing thing is manifested. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> like, I didn't know how to play a guitar, but then I was like, hmm, I could probably learn it, mm. and I like learned chords and. Yeah, it's all like a... What do you call it? Do, not a domino. Domino is like falling down. It's not like going up. <laughs> <laughs> Accumulative, I don't know. It's a domino but going up effect. Snowballing, Snowballing yes! Effect. That's yes. the one. <laughs> yes, yes. Snowball yeah. effect. Mm. For sure. How about you? You, guys, you guys should try it, yeah. Have you guys? Me? Um, Confirm I would say I, I... Yeah, I mean, I feel like put <laughs> stuff out there into yeah. the universe. But I also... Yeah, I guess I feel a bit apprehensive Mm. or sometimes I'm like, I put things out into the universe and then I'm like, okay, but like maybe it's too unrealistic. (laughs) 
Right, right, right. Oh, that's I not gonna that, work, Shiva. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the universe is gonna be like, yeah, it is. It's like, like stop asking me. <laughs> if it's if you don't, okay, then. <laughs> yeah. You really gotta like believe in it. Yeah. yeah. It's hard, like. It's not an easy thing. Yeah, because mm. it seems insane. Yeah, it's an insane. Yeah. yeah. You ask so much for the universe. The you universe, think, yeah. like, who the hell? <laughs> Mother nature, what? <laughs> Life is weird sometimes. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know whether this is ex- exactly like manifestation, but then I'm mm. quite a planner. Mm. Um, mm, I have like okay. a one year plan, three year plan, five year plan, ten year so you plan. Have, like, goals. <laughs> you have like lists. I have goals. <laughs> yeah, so. I do feel like I have an idea of what I want mm. and I feel like I work towards them. Um, it could be partly manifestation as well. It's just me. I think that that yeah. is a little bit. Yeah. Because so you wrote it down and you have it planned yeah, in your head. Exactly. And you're working. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I think about like whether what I'm doing now brings me closer towards what I want quite often actually. For sure. Yeah. Mm. So um, I don't know if that's that is actually I think it is it is because you can't just wish and not do anything yeah exactly that's one thing people always get wrong Mm -hmm. is that oh manifestation is just you wish then it'll come true no Mm -hmm. you gotta like try to actually get it yeah Yeah. then you'll eventually get it one Mm -hmm. day it can be the next day next year two years you never know yeah so that's why just and positivity you gotta be positive actually that's quite it's hard it's very very hard you gotta believe in yourself and your dream I think Mm -hmm. yes So true. Oh, oh, and I think the other thing that really helps in like reaching for what you want is really telling people about your dreams because a oh, lot of times yep. they have something point. to sort of help you out that a little a bit, you know. That's such a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. Yeah. That's probably like yeah, I didn't your think friends of that. as well, you yeah. know. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> correct. Right. That's a big part of getting it out there and actually getting it. Yeah. I just love talking about manifestation and like hearing people's stories if they really <laughs> ever come now. So, <laughs> yeah, I was watching this TED talk about like how reaching your goals is really about telling the right people what you need. Mm. Um, because, Ooh. like, I think in this conference or something, um, there was one person who said that, "Oh, I need so and so," and then there's one person in the audience <gasps> who could provide it for this person. So it's it's really That's... about like. Putting out what you need because there will be yeah. someone who will help you out. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. do you think it's just legit like ask and you shall receive? It's basically kind of it, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Because people are too scared to kind of say sometimes. Mm. But you never know, right? You never mm. know. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't hurt to try. Yeah. Yeah. Literally yeah. nothing to lose. Yeah. L- yeah, literally nothing. You're just <laughs> yeah. asking. Yeah. You don't have? Don't have a yeah. Yeah. one. Ask the next person. Ask the next person. <laughs> <Yeah>. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I really think that um, there's a way for us to share resources. And sometimes mm. people who have resources don't know where to put these resources, to, uh, to, to where to give these resources. Yeah. You know? So, you know. That's very true. Yeah, so that's just gotta ask. Just gotta ask. Just gotta ask, yeah. Just gotta ask, bro. Yeah. Gentle bones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to you, man. I'm gonna ask you nicely. I've, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen him in a studio before. Hmm. What was that Actually, like? quite cool. Quite cool. <laughs> Was it like fanboy moment? <laughs> it was a... Uh, because I didn't even realise it was him. He just kind of walked past. Um. Oh, we were in the same place. But he, I think he had a session with a producer. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of walked past. And I was like, is that... Gen-? Yeah. And I was like, oh, crap. Okay. <laughs> what the heck? Okay. That's <laughs> was cool. this last year? Yeah. Last year. And uh, thankfully, I'm quite close to his producer. 
Mm-hmm. So. That's where you're gonna get the stepping stone. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hope the, so. I hope bridge. so. And maybe we'll have you have you on like next year or something. Then, oh my god, that'll be so creepy. See, see your progress. Yes. It's like that Billie Eilish thing. Do you guys oh, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the one where like the video Vanity was Fair. Few years later, yeah. yeah. Every they ask year the same question. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is quite like wow. Yeah. The difference. There was one year like yeah. she looked so de- like depressed and. Yeah, yeah. And I so understand. you can see like the difference, and she was happier. Mm. Even she was cringing watching herself back then. Mm. Well, that's dope. Yeah. This podcast can be your form of like just <laughs> yeah. progressing. We're just gonna do this every yeah, year. Every year. <laughs> yeah. So what's the progress like, Ranga? Mm, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, next, Let's listen back to the oh my gosh, yes, yes. Oh. and then we'll see whether your manifestation worked or not. Yeah. Oh come on! Yes, yes, yeah, yes. We're yes. gonna hold you accountable. You know. <laughs> You said you're gonna do this. Make sure you soon, guys. Yeah. Soon, soon. Still, still manifesting. It's still okay. Manifesting. It's still January, right? <laughs> yeah, still January. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode of an open invitation. Join us next week for another episode. You can find us on AOI Pod SG on Instagram or Twitter. That is AOI Pod SG. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you or anyone you know has a story to share reach out to us at aoipodcast at gmail.com. That is aoipodcast at gmail.com.